Some said they couldn't do it. Even more said they probably shouldn't. But here they are, bringing you another episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Welcome your hosts, Adam and Matt. I do conferences from this room all mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I refuse to not do the podcast from this room. So you're willing for this podcast to take a hit in quality because I, you were too stubborn to move. I feel like it's your problem. My problem? Yes. If I can sit in this room and do Zoom meetings and Windows Teams and all the different polycoms and all the different things I do all day on, on video meetings where there's like 15 people, all video, and they're all doing like those stupid backgrounds. So you know that's eating stuff up. It's all complicated. I have no problems there. And then you and I Skype and it's like broken. So Maybe I don't the understand. problem is Skype. Okay, possibly. Maybe I we prefer- should stop using Skype. I prefer to blame you. Eh, that's fair. I'll take it. I don't have a, uh, a Zoom account. I have a Teams account. I could use that. Doesn't one of them have like a limitation of like 45 minutes or something? Although that Zoom. would really keep us on point. <laughs> or just a really weird break. We, yeah, we just have like a, a ticker going and then we'd be like, and pause, start a new chat. It'd be fine. Fair enough. You went all you went blocked right out there for a second. Autofocus, uh, I guess. I keep moving. <clears throat> like I'm, sc- I'm screwing with it, so that's what not helping. Skype tries too hard. I think that's the problem. It tries way too hard. Yeah, just calm, calm the fuck down, Skype. It's all right. Just, it's 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 two cameras and two microphones. That's all you got to do. Okay, Microsoft trying to dick around with everything. So what are we at? The year is 2048. Um, it's still March. I wish it was 2048. This shit be behind us. Eh, would it? I mean, I don't want to give a lot of years up for that, but... I'm also not entirely convinced we would be out of this in that many years. I hope so. I hope we're out of it in that many months, but... I don't know. What, 48 months? Yes. 48 months. By the time I turn 40, this better be over. So... My kids are back in school, and it was a tough decision. Pause. To say, are they in school, or are they doing online school? In school, the physical buildings. Carry on. I have lots of faith. They're very meticulous on all of the care and mask and cleaning and distance, and they're pretty good. My kids are the ones that walk on your lawn down the street because they don't want to walk too close to their friends on the sidewalk. Those are my kids. And I don't give a shit about your lawn, sorry, because um, they're doing the right thing. Yeah. So with all that being said... What I've discovered is I completely understand why we're going into a second wave, and I completely understand how fucked we are. So, when kids... Isn't this the happy Zen podcast? <laughs> yeah, listen, when we, we pitched this thing. One of us was up, one of us was down. Originally, it was you being down, but at this moment, I'm, gonna, I'm down. You're up, okay? Because right. the reality is, kids, let me make a statement first, and, 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 and correct me if I'm wrong. You blanket home, statement about children. Go. Bla- no, they, children often reflect the practices of home. Okay? So, dinner etiquette, manners, um, how they address adults. Like, it's just environment of, you know, conditions at home. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's a resemblance of home. Okay? 
and in some cases it fits and, and kids learn how to take their home and gel it with their friends and we've seen all this we've all been part of it we've all lived it okay is that a fair statement uh yes so you're you're a uh nurture over nature you're 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 in the camp that says kids are going to sponge up everything they learn from home and then okay. project yeah. that out in the world themselves in some form and i do believe over time they develop their own so you can use the nature argument they develop their own comfort zone of all that hybrid change maybe they just go against everything they were taught because they want to do something different because it didn't feel right whatever but their initial learning comes from the nurture okay. right Good we're, we're, I'm, I'm guessing at this point you're going to tell me that at this stage in their lives they're not into the uh, the nature aspect. It's almost entirely nature. Okay, nurture. so one of my one of my kids are first year of high school and one is grade seven. So I will admit there probably is a little bit of nature starting to happen. They're trying to forge their own path a little bit, but the vast majority, particularly the past what six months, while they've been you know isolated at home to some degree, mm-hmm. um, or at least heavily around their parents at home, uh, it's certainly nurture could have a big influence. So agree upon all that. That is the exact reason why we're fucked. Because I have now been able to conclude, and this is on a small uh, scale, but what I'm realizing as I have dialogue with other people around the province that they're seeing this in the exact same way, is that the kids are giving us the complete snapshot into how the parents were doing things for the past six months, which is not fucking well. So when I hear about kids that at school are sharing water bottles with the intentions of making it a a show, kids that want to spit water and splash it on their desk. Remember my kids, I said, were grade seven and grade nine. This isn't great kindergarten. This isn't grade three. This is fucking 12 and 13 year olds and 14 and 15 year olds, by the way, folks. Okay. When they choose to sit in each other's laps, hold hands, cuddle each other, all around, share vaping, share cigarettes, all share these needles. Things. Probably, who knows? Fucking kids. But anyways, this shit's happening the first week back, not even given it a shot, right? In the classroom, they wear their stuff, they do what they need. Now, I'm going to give tons of props to the teachers right now. The teachers have done so much to try, it, and the boards and the trustees and all the people that are involved in this hierarchy crap, and I don't care for the politics, they have done everything they possibly can to set an environment for space, safe conditions. They've opened up, like, the kids get to go in the door closest to their classroom regardless. Remember in high school, all the doors you couldn't touch? Yeah. All those doors are accessible now. Those doors that go into those classrooms that are fire doors, that's how the kids are getting in and out. They don't have lockers. They don't get the cafeteria. They've done all these things to really control the environment. Then those little shits go out into the the, the grounds. They go out outside or just, you know, they they make their way outside of the classroom and they just undo all of it. The minds, well, what the fuck was the point? And if your parents are, I don't know whether this is complete shit in your parents' face, but that means almost like 90% of the kids are shit in their parents' faces. So I can't think that's necessarily it. I think for many of them, this is acceptable because maybe it isn't rock solid at home in types of this conversation or their parents themselves. I have found out that there are kids that are having sleepovers. They're hanging out with friends all the time. And I can't get my head around what the fuck? Why are sports still going? So you've, you've given there's us a lot. lot there. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, I'm going to start with a, I will, also give props to the teachers because they are not nurses, they are not doctors, and they are thrown into what they 
that's not their specialty to to know what they should be having to do. So that I can't even imagine. I can't. Can you imagine the nightmare that is being a bus driver right now? I mean, a bus driver normally for school kids is a nightmare. nightmare. This is a nightmare on top of that. Um, You also mentioned the holding hands thing. I've seen this now a handful of times. They're both wearing masks, but then they're holding hands. What's the point? No, no, hold on a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's cool. I'm okay with that. And I know that there's people that are like sitters and helpers and and like little kids need to cross street and you know there's there's environments where this is necessary. Okay, so I'm gonna give that as a free pass because there's a way to, to work around that. But sharing vapes, first of all, you're fucking vaping. Like just ugh, I got a whole other line for you. But then you're sharing things like that. They're sharing food. They're doing these. Are you kidding me? Like just spit in each other's mouths then. I don't know what else to tell you to do. Like it's, you're trying so hard, just go for it. Cause at this point, you know, go start licking handrails. Cause you're right there. Well, I mean, didn't that happen at the beginning of this pandemic where people yeah, were yeah, like, licking licking toilet seats and stupid yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Which by the way, like, I mean, there are, places in this place in this earth i've been to that i looked and i i feel like my shoes are not protecting my socks which are not protecting the skin of my shoe my feet and you imagine someone licks that yeah no that's uh that's not for me i was gonna say too i've also seen uh just driving into work since schools come back the same thing just hordes of kids just piled together no space no masks i don't know man but what i was gonna ask you because i don't have any um uh, first-hand knowledge of this you mentioned some of the the differences so what are you mentioned uh all the entrances are open in the school uh they don't have lockers what else what else is different uh Ca- cafeterias they don't, they, don't have, they don't have access to the cafeteria mm-hmm. um in the elementary schools they're given like spaces within the yard for recess and they've staggered the recesses so the kids are kind of like here's your area of the field with your class stay the hell in it and the, the teachers are monitoring that so they're on top of it um homework like they're not handing out paper they're it's all digital format anything they are given like even the teachers if they're given an assignment from the student the teachers are waiting i think like four days before they handle it like they're 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 really trying to limit stuff so the the whole uh electronic communication and like online registering stuff with kids and they've really pumped that out that they've had that but now they're really like endorsing it and pushing it so it's handy because as a parent, I'm not. There's not things traveling back and forth to school other than my kid and their backpack, and they're only taking what they need. They've restructured classes um, in a lot of ways. So, for elementary, it's the same room, same teacher. That's not really a challenge. High school, uh, for our particular school here in Bowmanville, mm-hmm. my daughter is taking the same class all day, all week. Then the next week, she gets a different class all day, all week. And she has those two classes flipped back and forth for the first term. The second term is the other two classes of so in high school, you have four classes. Mm-hmm. So you take the first two classes and you run one class for one week, the other class for the other week. So you're still getting all the lesson hours, you're getting all the time. Um, and then and the at the term, you switch it, and then it's the other two classes, same idea, one week of one class, one week of the other. Now that's a lot of a class. Now, she lucked out because the first two were art and geography. So, I mean, art right away, holy home run. Like, that's fantastic. And then geography is the other one. So, it's not, you know, not the end of the world. Ha, <laughs> geography. Um, but she, love dad puns, eh? Everywhere. Terrible. So, anyways, no, and, and the environment of how they've set it up and they're running it in high school, I'm thoroughly impressed. 
And now are the, the desks all spaced out and all that jazz? Uh, she said, she told me they're all spaced out. They've all got their, their space. And she goes, in the classroom, they're very good at um, in the classroom. Uh-huh. Uh, she said that the while they're second, being monitored. Yeah, the second they're outside. So we've already had an email from the high school saying your kids now must wear a mask on school property, not just because before it was get out of the classroom, take your mask off. The high school is like, okay, that's not working. You need to wear your damn mask till you're off the property because mm-hmm. you take that as soon as you're out of the classroom, you can do whatever the hell you want. Um, which means the yeah, rules. They don't want the responsibility. No. So what it means is the rules are not necessarily a priority at home or i will be open-minded enough to say that maybe there's some covid fatigue as they call it and the kids are like just looking for a space to not follow the rules and i know people will say my 14 year old i can't parent them all the time blah 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 i don't know i had a fucking kid my goal was to parent them for their life so maybe my responsibility level on a child's different i don't fucking know but at the end of it um I just kind of, you know, and I get your kid will do things differently, but as a parent, like, seriously, like, this is a fucking epidemic. It's a pandemic. It's an issue that kills fucking people. There's people within your circle that may die because your kid's an idiot. I don't know. Like, just check that shit in a little bit. Like, you are susceptible, right? Stroke victim, remember people? So, you know, we're very cognizant. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, I just, I'm the one that got in the episode instead of you. So, We're very cognizant of making sure that we're monitoring what we do in case we happen to come around you. And how do we deal with that? How do we maintain that? Because, you know, there there is someone in your circle that is probably vulnerable. And if not, there's someone in the circle beside you that is. So that's just a little bit of social responsibility for each other. I know it's tough, people, but are you fucking serious? This is not that hard. Some of the things that people are choosing to do are ridiculous. I think the easiest way for me has always been just assume you have it and act accordingly. Just assume because, again, it's something where you may not know that you have the symptoms for, you know, a week, two weeks, whatever. Just assume you have it and keep your distance and and whatnot. Now, with your kids, did they have the option to do uh, online or home? They did. And this was a real this was a real discussion, real debate, Um, because I I, I'm a firm believer that this is going to be a while. Mm. I would would love to be wrong. Please, anyone, scientists, anyone, and please, anyone. Like, God, please prove me wrong. But I'm a firm believer that it's probably going to be a while. So at some point, if we're going to hold on to how we do things to a degree, we have to figure out how to navigate in that space. And I think it's important to be willing to try a little bit and stay, you know, it's called baby steps for a reason, and you need to take them. So take them. But be prepared to step back if you have to. And that's kind of how we address it is like, you know, you know, you know what to do to keep yourself safe, which then keeps us safe and keeps all those around us safe the best you can. You know, when people are crossing lines, you need to be able to hold. If you don't think you can hold or you think you're going to get judged or it's a hard thing and social. Hey, we'll do online. Come home. We'll do online. We'll find a way and you can do your walks with your friends. You can you can find a way if you don't think you can do it. We'll, we will do that. But then. Both my kids said they wanted to try it. They felt comfortable, confident. We have more mask in the house than I think we have clothes. So the kids, you know, there's no issues there. We're more sanitizer than I do water. But these are all good things and good practices, and they're they're finding their ways. And it's uh, lots of conversation with it. That's all we can do because we have to understand what's happening and isn't happening. And when lines are crossed, we need to be aware of them. Hence why I know what all this other shit kids are doing. 
you know, and that's not just directly in my kids' classes because these kids put it on display. And the vast majority of kids, let me correct that, I think are doing well, but there's enough of them now that it's not, you know, I keep asking, is it just like the one or two, you know, little kids in the class or people in the class that are misbehaving? But it seems to be a little bit larger than that. Like it's, 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 it's probably, gro- you know, I, I know I grossly overrated for the sake of the podcast saying like everyone, but it's probably safe to say half. Half the kids are, are, you know, not participating. And if that's the number we're dealing with and that's kind of the representation of how things are running, then, you know, like I almost knocked the guy out there today because he went, he, he was going to bump into me in the grocery store. I'm like, really? Like, you're such a small person. You're hard to spot. Yeah. First of all, I'm not exactly a small human being. I'm not huge, but I'm not exactly small. I'll take up some space. And 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 often you're wearing a fluorescent green shirt like you are today. So uh, you should not be hard to spot. That is true, by the way. Um, (laughs) Or at least I stand out pretty decently. So with that being said, um, how the hell do you bump into me? What that is, is you're completely ignorant of space and you don't care. Right. And so there's lots of those. And I'm like, I'm in this day and age, I could beat the shit out of this guy with a can of t- tomatoes, and I will do that because I think I'll be saving someone else a problem later. And I'll oh, yeah, just somebody put it up on like on like uh, Twitter or, or Instagram or something, and they'll be like, "Look at this guy kicking this guy, this dumbass is, you know." Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm the opposite. Like I'm terrified of getting into people's bubble right now. Like I'm always conscious, like maybe too much. Like I'm always just kind of like looking around, making sure somebody doesn't sneak up on me. No, I would have said that before to you. Like you know, relax. People are pretty good. Just getting a bit of the sample size of what's happening no keep doing that because i think i think or anyone listening to it i think you probably should consider doing it because clearly um during the summer where transmission is probably going to be lighter our our likelihood of transmission transmission is going to be lighter for many variable reasons um and this is what we're getting we're fucking doomed for the winter is what i keep thinking about um it's it's eating at me a little bit um i like to be wrong please in this case i'm totally willing to be wrong um but you know they got things i I can't figure out why kids sports are back why are kids playing sports where they perspire and breathe heavily where all the scientists are telling us this shit's airborne heavily they're not playing sports with mask on i know that is there any sport that you can think of that could work yeah e-gaming Esports. They were well, fucking like, uh, great. <laughs> well, I guess at the school level, there's probably not much in the way of golf. Uh, no, but not like not tennis. Sports. You think? No. These kids are playing their like um, house league sports mm-hmm. that their parents pay for. Mm-hmm. So baseball. Well, you pay hockey. for house league? Well, oh, yeah. you mean just like outside of school? Yeah, like like oh, your local yeah, yeah. local yeah. Uh, community center and arena. Yeah, that's stuff. silly. The, those, people, the arena shouldn't even be open, really. They're, they're open and they're playing and they're practicing and they're having games and these kids are traveling around and doing that. Like for what? First of all, newsflash: ninety-nine percent of you ain't going fucking anywhere with it. So a year off ain't gonna hurt you. By the way, two as parents. Wouldn't you save money for a year off? Give me a break. And if you say little Johnny's spot won't be there next year, well, guess what? That means little Johnny wasn't going to be on the fucking team anyway. So don't worry about it. I used to coach hockey. Trust me, Johnny's not that good. At the end of the day, okay, it's ridiculous the things that they're being held on to that are risk. They're all risk. They're not risk adverse. They all have high risk. And I don't, and you're paying for the risk. 
You're paying thousands of dollars for your kid to potentially spread this fucking disease and potentially get someone sick in your home. Are you just dumb? But I think, too, like, I mean, for the beginning of this, it was all restrictions, restrictions. And now I honestly think a lot of it comes down to money. The 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 businesses and, and uh, politicians are like, we can't lock everything down anymore because people are, you know, everything's falling apart. I'm not saying that's the right thing that they're doing, but I'm starting uh, to think that the money is becoming more of an issue and more and of a decision maker. And I am sympathetic with that. And I, I don't mean to come across as if I'm not. I truly am. Like, you know, you and I have done a fair bit individually to support local. I know our household, we try to eat out multiple times a week if we can. And we try to make sure that we're doing it from different restaurants. We make a point of trying to do that. Like we support local as much as we possibly can without putting ourselves out, obviously. But on the same side, we don't neglect. Like we understand that. You know, for our community to wrap around itself, we kind of have to legitimately wrap around the community. So I get that. And I don't disagree with that. And I can't fathom the challenges that must be owning. I worked in restaurants, but I still couldn't say I pretend that I would understand the, the stress and pressure that's existing. And does the government have all the answers? No. Do I think they're trying? Yes. Do I think that it could be better? Of course it could be. But it's only going to be we're only going to figure out what's better by each time we do something in this thing. Like there's no one around from the Spanish flu. We can ask, how did it work out? History books don't have anything positive to talk about it. So, you know, let it, yeah. Where where in the history book was like the detailed plan of like yeah. step by step, not just like well we self isolated. Yeah, we got that part of it. What was the rest of the plan? Oh, you just died out. Oh, great. Okay, moving on. <laughs> see, see, and there, there. To me, there's a thought process where like some of these high risk businesses should have been targeted, right? Like gyms. I'm a gym goer. I always was a gym goer, but I eventually put my own stuff in my garage because, well, I didn't want to pay the monthly fee and I couldn't make the time. So in the garage, it worked. And you enjoyed um, pissing off your neighbors. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely like making your neighbors awkward when you're pulling a sled up and down the street. Um, but anyways, um, with that being said, you couldn't find a more cesspool of germs and bacteria. Like, why oh, the no. hell is that place open? Like, And I worked in one before. Gyms were that- gross before this. I worked in one and I've worked out at plenty and that would be a very, very hard environment to keep clean. And I feel absolutely horrible. But I mean, the sensible model here is like, look, your business is going to be a Petri dish. So we're going to shut your gym down and we're going to subsidize your business any way we can. Like, hey, guess what? You're not going to pay taxes for the year. We're going to pay the wages of your employees and we're going to subsidize you as a gym owner for an income. And, you know, we're going to work with the city to, to levy your taxes and you know, whatever. Like you can do all those little vehicle mechanisms and say, OK, anyone in this industry of gyms and salons and these Petri dish environments, we're just going to do this for you because – this is a bad plan. <laughs> there's not. There's nothing in here that's. It's beneficial in many ways, and yes, it's it's very important for society, and we want to have those things back. But if we don't find a way to protect them now, they're not going to exist on the other side of this shit. So let's just focus there. And then restaurants. Okay, how do we how do we focus on the restaurant? There are countries that give out monthly coupons to spend in restaurants. And they're only refundable at local restaurants. Mm-hmm. So there's a hundred bucks. Take your family to dinner. Try a different restaurant. Instead of a direct handout, it's service business function, keeping society in a way of hey, we're used to this. So when it we're not doing it as often, but we don't forget they're there. Like there's things, right? And 
stop trying to be the inventor of everything new. Look around what's happening and borrow ideas. And you can be creative inside of that environment. Businesses have wonderful ideas. They could say, hey, you know what would really help right now? This is how we need it to work. And if we did this, we'd be fine. We can still do this much business model. We can look how skip the dishes and all this environment worked, which by the way, I still have another issue with that. But but anyways, um, have you seen the markup that's starting to happen now? I mean, yeah. And I mean, there's always been the trouble with skip the dishes on how much they, uh, how little oh, gets paid off for the restaurants and that I kind of I feel like too. the gouging on that has gotten massive. I went to order a sub. It was $24 for the sub to come from Subway. I ordered it on the Subway app, went and picked the sub up for $9. Yeah. And on the skip the dishes, they probably paid Mr. Sub five bucks. They're $3. They're three minutes from my house. <laughs> I don't understand. I think it would be better for some of these restaurants just to chisel out a hole and do their own drive through service. <laughs> like, or even just like have a kid that runs in and out of the store. Like I've seen some pretty cool curbside pickups. Crave Donuts does it in uh, Whippy. They do curbside. So you, they, you literally do not go in the store. They bring you out the order and your orders are scheduled to be picked up. I'm like, are you, and they don't stop. My wife's hair salon is next door. Uh, and she said to me how insane it is there. It does not stop the entire day till it closes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, it, and they are doing better business actually in the pandemic uh, than what they were. So some environments are doing well in this. Right. Um, it's tough. Oh, sure. man. It's tough. It, it, the whole thing is just it just the, 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 the rant of the day was really, you know, um, what grinds my gears really was. This whole thing of watching the kids and it and maybe I'm wrong, but man, if that's a reflection of what's been going on at home, uh, this second wave is going to be a shit show, a fucking shit show. I don't know about you too, but it's actually finally got to the point where I know people that have had to get tested. I've been tested. Had, had not ha- had not happened up to this point for me. You did you need it for your work? Um, hardwood floors over like sixteen hours, and so I was cutting the entire day, so I was all congested to the point where my eyes were driving me nuts, my nose was driving me, I was coughing, I felt like shit. I just did eighteen hours of hardwood floors, so I run right down, and I thought, you know what? I pretty much know exactly what did it. However. There's a lot of people I'm around that responsibly I should go get checked. And I really didn't want that thing shoved to the back of my brain. But yeah. I said, you know what? This is the right thing to do because there's a lot of people here. So I went and got the test. Um, I thought it was amazing because I did not know that, like, the way I could describe it is that if you were to jump off a bridge into water, pencil dive, so feet first, folks, and the water rushes up your nose. You know that incredible burning sensation where you think your eyes are about to explode and your head's going to explode from the water rushing up? Now make that water chlorine so it burns a little bit more. And then what's cool is I found the sensation was one feeling past that, which I didn't know existed. You're really not selling this for people if they haven't got tested before. <laughs> not trying to. Um, and and I did ask the nurse, is it right that my one eye rolled back while you did it? And she laughed and she said, I see that a lot. So so fingers crossed for that spit test to really show yeah. up soon. But the test result came back in like three days. It was pretty straightforward. It was great. And I'll tell you, the biggest relief in the world was getting tested and getting told you you weren't. It was really cool. Um, and how how fast it was. Like, And it was really cool. My doctor... Uh, they cheers the healthcare system in Ontario. Um, my doctor phoned like five minutes after my electronic uh, receipt of telling me that I didn't have it. They phoned mm-hmm. five minutes later to make sure I knew that I, I wasn't positive. 
What was your wait time going in to get tested? Uh, about one day. So what so, I did was I, I went online because you're supposed okay. to go online and register. So I went online okay. and registered for the, the spot. They gave mm-hmm. me the next day at 10 o'clock in the morning. I showed up. I was about a minute 10 from the car to the swab up my nose. So you were able to schedule a time and then go specifically at that time. Yeah, because in your communities, there's a bunch of places that are testing centers. And what's happening is people don't want to register the thing. They want to go up at the time. So then in the communities, they're lining up at these places that are at the time. We're here in Bowmanville and Durham. I think we have like six places and you can register with all of them. So you just go online, you book it. And I had like four places I could pick from. And I had the most available time slot to go do it. And so it was the next day at 10 o'clock that I went. Yeah, because that's the story going around now is a lot of people like waiting hours and hours in their car. But I'm guessing that's for people that are just showing up and not pre-booking or anything like that. Oh, man, the amount of signage that went in there about, you know, booking ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they're telling you to do. And I'm starting to think that when they open a testing center, people just line up. And of course, the Canadian way, I, I got a sneaking suspicion that they're just not turning anybody away. But at the flip, on the flip of it all. Uh, I found it, and I I went in the middle end of August, so it's not like I did it way back early when people weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. I did it when people were still in the middle of all this shit. So, anyways, needless to say, I don't think it's. I, I guess everyone's experience is different for sure. I don't know if everyone's community or region or whatever, uh, province or you know whole country. That's a whole different conversation. Are um, doing it this particular way, but. I know for us in, in this region of Durham uh, that, that that's a way that's there and it's pretty available. And, and in fact, they when I went on the, the website to register, there was like four or five places I could have booked it at. So it was whatever time was the, the earliest at them. And there's a questionnaire you go through. It's pretty straightforward and walked you through it all. And so they had all the information. And to be fair, I thought it was pretty good. First question, do you have COVID? And you're like, maybe. And they're like, Next. no, I didn't, I didn't even bother with that. They go through your <laughs> symptoms and they go through like, they go through your symptoms and they go through like, have you traveled? And they call it all the, the things that were like, you know, potential flags. Right. And then even when you went in there, like the way they had the place all set up, I felt very, I don't know, like they used the, the, the record, their Garnet Rickard arena place over there. Mm-hmm. And the room was like, you know, one of those giant indoor gymnasium rooms. And it was set up with like a single chair. It was like a bad horror movie uh, and like tarps all around it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like Saw. It's really um, going to chop your body up. Yeah. yeah. Like right on. And then just a happy doctor. No. <laughs> what they don't tell you is that they actually get the results back immediately. And when it comes back as you have it, they just cut you into pieces. Yeah, maybe. And then they that burn could, your that, body. That could, that could work, too. I mean, it would definitely help the transmission spread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where's ask daddy? Russia. Well, <laughs> ask Russia. They don't have any cases. They don't have a lot of things. <laughs> it's it's uh, strange how that happens. And what they really don't have that disappoints me is they don't have tigers in the street keeping people inside. I was so disappointed that was fake. Yeah. Did you hear about the the um, COVID-sniffing dogs in Finland? I, okay, listen. There are so many things that come through related to it that some of them I read and I go, listen, I'm not getting fooled on these fucking tigers again, so I don't click it. I felt yeah. like that was clickable because it was know. Finland. Like, I wanted to trust it more. <laughs> but yeah. I'm like, also, understanding that the internet is 99% fake, I'm like, this is probably a virus. <laughs> so if I click this, it's probably something I don't want to have happen. I so. mean, I can't I can't say, I didn't read the article, I'll be honest with you. I saw the headline and that was enough for me. But I, I, I did start to think, like, how, how could a dog be trained 
to sniff out COVID nineteen? Like what what is it that like do you smell different? Do you do you give I don't off know, a, man, but let's not forget, like we as humans have trained dogs to attack other races of humans. So I feel like we can uh, and animals are yeah. colorblind. So I'm just gonna say we've taught them to do a lot of shit. COVID might work. Turns out the story is true then. <laughs> Never mind. The dogs can sniff out COVID. Just Perfect. say it. Just say it. Oh, well, that was a half an hour of the Unhappy Zen podcast. Uh, <laughs> a lot's been going on. You know, there's a lot of cool things going on, though, because I said you said to me, like, what are we going to talk about tonight? And then I, I threw, like, three or five, three or four things to you instantly. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're good. So well, I, I find the problem is because we're not going out and doing a whole lot for the most part, we're really not experiencing anything <laughs> except what we're seeing on TV or reading in the news or, or what have you. So I don't know. It's hard, all, it's hard to find like to things celebrate. to talk about. Okay, I want to celebrate. Okay, what do we celebrate? I finally broke out of iron in League of Legends. I'm now bronze. Which, for anyone Wait, that plays bronze that game... Is better? Yeah, shut up. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a pity clap, trust me. Um, and what was remarkable is the second I was out of the uh, experience level of iron into bronze, the caliber of players I was playing with have made it easy. I've won like four games in a row. So the garbage I was saddled with in iron really was garbage, and it was people who didn't want to be there or were there to cause problems deliberately. The oh, because your, your teammates are better. Yeah. yeah. I'm instantly not getting paired with any iron people anymore. I'm getting paired with mostly bronze people. Now, the game also, though, League of Legends also recently, uh, adjusted its matchmaking game. So like how it puts the, the competitors together. It's, it started to read an algorithm a little bit deeper about their ability of play style. So it's actually analyzing like the performance. And what it's done, no, because there's people that go in that have like what they call Smurf accounts, right? They go yeah, in yeah, and they're, yeah, they're yeah. really good. And it's actually weeding those people out so they're not in your match. Mm-hmm. So you don't end up with one of them on the other side or on your team for that matter. And so it's more equally skilled that you're playing against, which has worked out really well for me because I'm starting to realize I'm not as shit as I thought I was. I'm actually not bad. And now that they've cleaned this algorithm up, I'm playing against with people that are similar to me, which means I can learn, I can predict, I can respond. And it's, it's encouraging me, like, if you're playing against people that are roughly your own skill level and you want to get better, you can practice things on them. Like, you can practice and try things on them. Whereas before, the other people were so good, you couldn't do anything. And a game with snowball mechanics, it's really hard. So I just assume game. with the matchmaking, they just listen to your microphone and just listen to you like bitch and complain then they just tweak it depending on how that goes well there's matches like i've said to you before like i go in like i'm a level like the time like level 40 or something break, like, experience no i like level 40 that's not breaking trust I me know. i go at level 40 and i'm like you know very small mastery on a character or something and the person in the lane against me is a level 289 like they've been playing for a couple years at least and their mastery is like seven, which is the highest you can get on the character. And I'm like, how the hell do I get paired against that guy? That seems a little bit out of whack. Yeah. And guess what? I lost. So those are gone now. Like, and, and there was one today that was paired that was quite high level, and I thought, oh, this is horrible. But they were horrible. So they they have a high level because they put. So they've of time. just been playing for a long time. It's they're just not, not getting any better. Could. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. when I played against them, I'm like, you or they're playing on someone else's account, one or the other. Um, anyways, so anyways, a little bit of a celebration. And the fact is, I want to make a big push to get to gold, which is very lofty, because I have to get through bronze and I have to get through silver. But if I get to gold before the end of November, I get a free skin for my character that I play the most 
or a character, I'm not sure yet, but you get a reward. So that's the only Is place where there's a well, just or put, skin. Can't you get skins like all the time? No, skins cost money. All right. Or you have to get a bunch of free ones when you level up and then cash them in, but it doesn't always work like that. So, and and there's a little bit of like prestige for winning one free ranking. So I'm gonna make a push for it. Um, as soon as I got out of iron and realized it's actually functionable to make a push for it, I'm gonna try to make a push for it. Um, but any listeners that play league that want a duo and help me get there faster, I would love that. Uh, and I don't consider that boosting. I consider that coaching because I would love some help. But if not, that's fine. I will muddle through on my own. And I'm sure for those of you that play this game, enjoy hearing my pain and suffering of it either A, working, not working, or your surprise of B, it working. One or the other. We'll figure it out. Well, so. when, when, when are you going to start this Twitch account? Because I don't know if anybody saw it. I feel like I might just delete the video because it was... Horrible. I mean, look, we had technical difficulties, but also there was a lot of um, anger. berating going on, a lot of anger um, yeah. Yeah. from mostly from your side. Oh, 100%. The game has ruined me as a human being. Uh, but uh, yeah, so when is the uh, when when are you going to start your Twitch account so people can watch you play? You're going to put that pressure on me now that I actually have to do this. And I, cause I just said that I'm going to do this to gold. All right. So I will uh, I'll start streaming games at least a couple times a week then. So that's a lofty goal. Well, considering I play often, it's just switching a flip of a switch, isn't that's it? That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe I'm I making got... this harder than it needs to be. <laughs> well, because I just like it. Like I, I asked you about the software and how to do it. And you basically said all you need is the software. I've discovered I don't need a secondary device. I can do it right on my single computer. So I don't understand. And just people. I'll just put the Twitch chat up on the side. So if people want to interact, I can read with the comments. So I can put it right beside my mini map, which will encourage me to look at my mini map more, which is good. Um, so yeah, yeah. On that topic, I did in fact get a second monitor, so I am one of those suckers. <laughs> I, I yeah. thought about it. You know what I'm finding is like I have a TV that I can plug in as a second monitor and stuff, but I'm finding mm-hmm. that the refresh rate between the TV and the the HDMI cable just isn't very clean. So it makes it hard to play, and I don't think it'd be very helpful for Twitch. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know with your um. With your laptop, the horsepower would be uh, high yeah, enough or not. It might be draining a little bit, yeah. Might be pushing it. I, I thought about a, a dedicated about comm- league computer. That's what you need. I thought about commandeering one of the laptops back from my children. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's that's a line I feel like I'm crossing. So we'll uh, we'll figure that out. But uh, no, that's the league update. We see, we need to make a little session of league update because now I'm going to make this push for gold. We need to make it a thing. We, we really actually in the what are we on now year three of doing this podcast we still don't actually have segments or really any format or structure to this so so you're saying you don't want to change that i mean look we've tried and sticking to it is next to impossible <laughs> no we can do a league update come on i can do my league update because i play all well time. look i mean i've only i only started yesterday but i could also do a league update but it's a different league. I am now playing Rocket League. It started last night. It's free to play now. You can play it on Xbox, PlayStation, or computer for free. And uh, I did not think I would like it. And I, I probably played it. I streamed it a little bit last night. I probably played three or four hours of it yesterday. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's hard as fuck. But it's uh, I was able to score, which was immediately I was hooked. Because I was like, if I can actually do something in this game, I'm, I'm in. So... Yeah, I will. Uh, we will. We will league it up. We will. You will league of legends. I will rocket league, 
and uh, we'll meet somewhere in the middle. So is there a goal that you're setting then that we can hold you accountable to? Because I've made a lofty goal that I'm not going to achieve. So, um, I mean, I guess I could like, I, I have to check. I'm sure it keeps track of like your win-loss record. I could do something with that. It has like, um, you know, like in Fall Guys and most of these um, uh, multiplayer games where it has like the the season pass. So you okay. kind of, you get different things as you level up. I guess I could pick like a level or something that I could level up to. I don't know. I just started yesterday, but I will. I'll think of something, and then uh, we'll see There's if I no, can. Is there no ranked, no ranked thing in there? Uh, there is. I've only played casual uh, online so far, but yes, that, that's, you got to get into the rank. That that's okay. where people get ridiculous. They get evil. They're horrible, and and then you get frustrated because you're not doing well, which is the problem I have. So you okay. need that. So when we meet back, yeah. When we meet back up and talk about this again, we'll uh, both be pulling our. Okay, I won't say that. Uh, I, have <clears throat> I have a beard. I can pull hair out. We'll pull uh, pull our beard hair out in uh, in frustration as two uh, zennials trying to break in, in the world of esports. Fair enough. So speaking of frustrations, what do you think drove uh, Pedro to walk off set for uh, season two of Mando? I don't know what you're talking about. So the actor who plays Mandalorian, mm-hmm. Pedro... Never say his last name. Pascal? No. Pascal. So who does? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he walked off set for what second, season? Second season two, halfway through season two. So apparently, he walked off set and uh, partway through the season, and they finished it. I mean, seriously, the character never takes the helmet off. So I mean, <laughs> so did he just record it from at, home, like the, the some, lines, or at, what? at some part? Uh, I, and let's be fair, this day age technology, they probably can make the voice sound like him. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, my my uh, initial little tidbits I've seen popping in off the internet is that he walked off. Now, that could again could be completely false, but uh, I thought that was a very interesting tidbit considering they're just about to launch season two. Now, unless this is a really good um, PR stunt that's not even being orchestrated by Disney or Lucas. And they are just doing this to draw more attention to the release uh, at the end of the month. I don't know, but or the end of October, I should say. So what you're saying is you have a uh, a report that has no factual backing, but it might be true. Well, of course. What on the internet has so factual it was on the backing? internet exactly. What on the internet has factual backing? I did watch the trailer today because you mentioned season two, so I, I thought I best get caught up. I hadn't seen the trailer yet, so I did watch it today. Did you did see the trailer? I presume I did. Seems like it's going more into the traditional Star Wars. They're bringing uh, the, the Jedi. I see a lot of X-Wings in the trailer. I saw a planet that looked remarkably like Earth from this, from space, but I'm sure it's not. But, uh, That'd be cool if they just like whipped Earth in there like it was just part of it. like And not even make a big deal of it. It's just there yeah. for a minute. They blow it up like Alderaan. <laughs> for oh, nothing. Sh- shit, that, that, there it goes. Or, okay. or Earth is where Yoda's from. And it just fucks with us. <laughs> I will say the one thing that, which was one of your big complaints of season one, and I, I agree with you for sure. Um, really? At least from the trailer, it seems like the second season may be a more focused linear story. Yeah. Whereas the first oh, yeah. season kind of was all over the place. I've, I've read that too. It's it's Instead of them being these individual story episodes or whatever, where I can't remember what that's called, you had a name for it. Um, like, it's going to be more uh, like bottle, a, bottle episodes. Yeah, it's going to be more like a progression over the whole thing. Yeah, which is good. I think that makes more sense. I, I, I guess I can see it a little bit in season one to try to, 
introduce a bunch of characters. But now that we have, you know, all that, I think the second season should just be well, one story from A to B. Yeah, because I also think there's two big things that we that I think as a fan, I know I want to see is one: Are we gonna get like where Yoda's from? Is it just turn out it's Dagobah? Uh, but you know, is there you know Baby Yoda? wherever he comes from or wherever the planet is or their species or whatever. That's one. It'd be great if we got his name because I'm two, so tired of calling him Baby Yoda. Nah, I like or it. The child. Um, two is the Ahsoka Tano piece, right? Like we know it's it's uh, Rosario Dawson. We yeah, know that see, element. You do see her in the trailer a little bit. So we know what's happening. So that's going to be another big piece of the story. So threading all that together and how that all comes, like I just see how this is all going to be one continual story. And I don't think with those little bottle escapades, it won't be the same way. And there might be something like it because there is a, a series element to it. But I think it'll be more along the lines of like the Game of Thrones and Vikings and all those different larger shows that are driven over many episodes. Could have like parallel stories maybe. So yeah. It's still moving forward, but you're kind of cutting between because I did see there was one flash shot of um, uh, Carl Weathers character and uh, Gina Carano's character. So obviously they're in a, in some regard. Um, Rosario Dawson, you do see in the trailer. I did not see. Um, I forget his character's name, but uh, Juan Carlo Esposito, the, the bad. Oh, he's in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure he is. I just I don't recall seeing him in the trailer. But definitely seem more, yeah. They're they're bringing the whole Jedi lore into it, and how uh, how there was a, a great Jedi battle against uh, the Mandalorians, or what did they call the Jedi magician? No, wizards, wizards, Sor- sor- sorcerers, sorcerers. Are they? Maybe, yeah. yeah, space sorcerers. Of course. Well, I mean, that's what they are, basically. So okay, so that kind of talks on that. There's another little thing I want to bring up because this is becoming a big thing. And I, I want your opinion on it because um, I don't really know what to make of it. I kind of like it, but I'm uncertain with it. Mm. Is this I'm not ridiculous because it's kind of neat, but these cast reunions doing mm-hmm. either script reads or doing like they're doing a reunion or they're doing a script read or they're doing a script read of a different show. Okay. So these things are happening. These are things I have seen in different yeah, there, and there, there's lots of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the big I think the most trending one right now for those that might be not too familiar with this would be the Brad Pitt Jen Aniston thing with the Fast Times at Ridgemont High uh, script read they did some bits on that um, but there's bigger ones like there was um, Princess Bride there was Scott Pilgrim versus the World there was uh, Community who else was there uh, oh there was the X Men one with and then and then Ryan Reynolds jumped in on that which was hilarious oh yeah yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, there's a bunch of them, and it seems to be most of them seem to be doing it as a bit of a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Now, this I think that doesn't mean all of them, but I think most of them are, which I think it's kind of cool when they do when they do that aspect. What do you What do you think of it? Is it Do you think it's worth your time? Do you find it exciting? Do you um, Do you want it, more of it? I think there's two different camps of it. There's the um, like Jason Reitman has been doing it for years uh, at TIFF, where he would do one where it would be different actors uh playing the parts but it's a classic like an 80s movie or something like i went and watched um uh breakfast club and it was all like modern actors uh playing the parts so that's kind of neat uh but then there's the reunion thing i i watched the community one when they did that that was a fundraiser um i don't 
I don't have anything against it necessarily. If it's not a show for you or it wasn't a movie for you or whatever, then I guess that's fine. I don't see any harm in it. If they were, it, it kind of skirts the the reboot thing in the fact that it's not, it's kind of a one and done. It's not usually filmed unless it's streamed on the internet or something like that. Um, it's not replacing the original in any way. So I don't really have a issue with it. Um, I do think, I think I prefer the 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 different the one where it's different actors playing the parts because you get kind of a different spin on it. If I wanted the original actors doing it, I could just watch the original program or movie. Um, and then if it's something that's recent, like it's only in the last you know five to ten years, I don't know. Is it that is it that big of a deal of a reunion? You know, if it was a twenty year old show, twenty five year old show you know, or, or older, and it was a cast that notoriously didn't get along, that could be a big deal. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of neat. I don't really know this, the story with the Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston one with uh, with Fast Times. Do you know much about it? I don't know any of the details around it. I just remember I watched it, and I thought it was really funny that they did it. They clearly are still friends, I mean, mm-hmm. or friendly with each other. So and I, that's great to see that, the, you know, the internet and media is wrong. I appreciate that. Um, so, you know, I, I like... I like some of that. I like the idea of the reunion to talk about something behind the scenes. Like that's kind of cool sure. to me. Yeah. I, I like that for the reunion part. That's kind of cool. Right. Don't have a reunion and make it like you're trying to talk to each other, about what you're up to, you're all Hollywood celebrities. We all know what you fucking been up to. You'd all know what each other have been up to. So stop it. Right. Imagine like Alfonso yeah. Rivero go, guess what guys? I host a show called AFV. Like, Shut yeah. up. We know it, right? Show me, Smith, tell, like, tell been, me something I don't know. Yeah, Will Smith's like, I've been in a movie. Like, I want the girl who played Ashley to tell her she's been in jail because that would be kind of more interesting. Like, give us something. Just yeah, like, 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 tell me, like, backstage stories where Uncle Phil was telling me how it was to voice, uh, who was he? Was he Krang or Shredder? He was on the Ninja Turtles. I think he was Shredder. He was Shredder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that'd be, cool. I, I want to know that. Yeah. So, and how we got that. So, those are like, yeah, that's kind of fun. I do like the table reads of different scripts. I think it's kind of interesting um, mm-hmm. because it just gives you that, hey, what it would have been like if this person played that? And I think it would be really cool to play that up a bit more. Like, you know, there is a, a time when people pre- try to predict different castings, right? So it would be so cool to go back to some of the more popular, like, oh, we predicted this to be the next James Bond, for example. So basically what you're saying is we should go dig out uh, the old copies of Wizard Magazine. Well, that would be one starting place. But I mean, basically even, even, do that. But even Hollywood itself, like you hear about this person's supposed to be the lead, then all of a sudden it goes quiet, project got canned, came back with a different lead, and it turned out they canned it because they didn't want that person to be a lead, or that's the rumor. How great would it be to have that person read that part? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. that's funny. Or like a sequel where, uh, let's use the Batman movie franchise, for example, the Tim Burton Batman uh, franchise. What, what if um, Michael Keaton read for Batman Forever because in at one time he was going to be in that movie. So uh, again, it's an alternate kind of what if scenario, right? Or you know whoever, uh, well, Nick, Nicholas Cage read for Superman. Exactly. Yeah, and not his Superman, the one he wrote, the one that actually went to film. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. But yeah, I'm keep, with you on that. I keep hearing this rumor that Nicholas Cage is somehow I know. affiliated with Superman in the Flashpoint movie. Which is 
bananas if true. Oh, I I I saw that they they want to bring in like all kinds of people. Val Kilmer apparently for Batman. Like they want to bring in every. Val Kilmer needs to lose a lot of weight before he's going to fit in that suit again. I hate to say it. I love Val Kilmer, but he's uh... unless they they give him the black suit and the turtleneck and make him the old guy. But whatever. The fact is, like just digitally paint his face on somebody skinnier. They can do it. I just I just kind of chuckle, but I do think it's kind of neat. Like it's actually not something I'm shitting on, considering the reboot re thing we did last time, where I was confused and pissed off at the world. Um, this time, honestly, I think it's kind of a neat thing. The fact that it's in charity is cool. Um, I know celebrities are always going to try to keep their brand right hot or at least relevant, but I don't even feel like that. This is the driving factor. I think there's probably some genuine relationships. You know, let's be fairly, if you worked on a show for 10 years or five years with somebody, you probably keep in touch with them. So genuinely, they probably keep in touch with these people. So and with a pandemic going on, they're probably not getting out to see these people. So this is a nice way for them to catch up as well, I would imagine. So, um, yeah, and I think if it was if if they were worried about their image necessarily, there are people I can see that would be so worried about their image. They wouldn't want to go back to a character that they feel they've yeah. since evolved from which i think the opposite is true with when you look at like the bill and ted movie for example with keanu reeves because you get that gist from him that he's a pretty down-to-earth guy and he's will- willing to do it even though you hear like the stories of like his agent going like he's never going to go back to that blah 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 i'm sure there's actors that are like that but yeah i think if it's for charity and i think you know why not I, if they're sitting at home and in most cases actors and actresses and, and people in that business right now are really not doing a whole lot they can't just yeah. by the nature of things and so some this, of them this that, sort of thing is good and some of them that are doing stuff should have only got together for reunions and table reads like saved by the bell they should have just got together for a table read that would have been it i thought you were going to talk about uh, robert pattinson getting uh, covid there <laughs> goes back to work uh, it's covid19 have you not noticed how many people are getting covid from trying to go back to work it's a lot. It's weird. It's like it's some sort of pandemic. <clears throat> yeah, Sorry, really. I've broken yeah, into the whiskey. <laughs> don't, don't blame you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So no, that's uh, that was kind of the little tidbits I want to talk about. Um, kind of on the reboot thing, we didn't touch on this so much, and I don't think you've watched any of it yet. Um, I binge watched the uh, first two seasons of Cobra Kai on Netflix. Did you watch any of that yet? Not yet. It's in the. It, listen, there's some shows that I've been reserving for Second Wave. <laughs> All right, guys, get your Second Wave binge re- list ready because next episode, that's what we're gonna do. It's just Second Wave binge lists. We say it like a joke, but I know I'm pretty sure our Prime Minister confirmed it yesterday. So <laughs> whatever he did, 100% tell us we're in a Second Wave. Yeah, and yeah. They, then they finally told us that there was over a thousand cases in our country yesterday which is unheard of we had 47 when we locked down in march by the way um so yeah we're in it drink that whiskey boy uh so anyways <laughs> yeah cobra kai it's uh it's really good i want and the to ba- watch it the, the best so many good things it I, I literally went into it thinking it was going to be just like a, a, a spoof a, a farce a comedy it's actually quite well done and the guy like you Unless you're an insane person, you're going to watch that and you're going to be like, man, uh, Daniel was just an asshole. And he won with an illegal kick and he rode that to the top. Meanwhile, Johnny had a shit teacher and his life went to garbage. And you're like, wait a minute. I think the wrong guy was the villain. (laughs) 
It's literally yeah, what you come is, away with, and it's great. I heard that from many, many sources now, that that's the basic summary. It's like, it's the reality of maybe, what if your childhood hero wasn't a hero, but was a cheater? <laughs> Basically, that's it. They try to balance it out a little bit, but I don't know, man. I, I think the guy that plays Johnny is quite good. And the and uh, uh, Ralph Macho naturally is just kind of kind of sleazy, so it, it's it's hard to root for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently he owns the uh, I crane kick this shit, and I own the town quite well. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's it's great because like there are certain uh, moments in the show where Johnny will be explaining things like how his life went and how things were from his point of view, and you're like. You know what? I think maybe he's right. <laughs> like, so is the style like a, a documentary style, or is it just a TV show? No, no, it's just it's it's just a TV show. Um, I'm you know, like a, a documentary would have been kind of cool too. Oh, that would have been film. amazing. Like they just find like Johnny just like you know in a garbage can. Drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just life ruined, which is kind of how his character starts in the show. A bouncer at a roadhouse that isn't roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, because he thought that was cool when he was you know. 15 Which years also, old just on a quick tangent no how the hell did that guy who owned roadhouse afford patrick swayze because if he drove a mercedes he must have been a high profile cooler and to be fair that looks like a pretty shit bar so just that dynamic didn't work for me Carry on. he stole the mercedes i don't know also when i think cooler i think like william h macy which is the opposite of patrick swayze <laughs> Really yes. though, really Cobra Kai. Because I also uh, feel like I also feel like Patrick Swayze, if aged appropriately, could potentially look like. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yes, I, I mean no disrespect, um, but just saying. Yes, I definitely recommend Cobra Kai. If you were, uh, yeah. even if you weren't like a super fan of Karate Kid, you know the gist of it. I mean, they explain enough of it in the show. Like y- you don't really need to have seen the movie, which. If so, you haven't seen the movie, you're listening to this. It's kind of strange. So but... that's that is the extension, or what did we classify that as? The continuation, like a, like a later, like a, a much later uh, sequel, sort of. Yeah, that's. But in a, in this for in this way, it's a, so, in a TV show. I actually, I think if I, I think I said it that I didn't mind the idea of those. They can, mm-hmm. they can work, depending, but they also can suck if you just try to redo the same thing. So by the sounds of this, it's a sequel, but it's carrying on not revisiting or recycling so it's going a whole other direction yeah i mean like they didn't they didn't travel to japan for uh uh were, were those things they did the little drums that didn't happen right uh no though i do hear in season three johnny may be going to japan but we'll see but there, there are there are certain parts of it that goes to shanghai kind of like touch on on the original but uh yeah it's 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 good i, I do recommend it does he kick the shitter of some kid for trying to do a crane kick? That'd be awesome. Like one of his students tries to crane kick and he just punches him in the face. <laughs> it has like a sign on the wall that says like it's a guy doing the crane kick and it just has like the no, you know, the line through it. Yeah. No he kicks. puts his arms up, he just walks up and sweeps the leg. <laughs> what I should have done. <laughs> There's only one rule in Cobra Kai. No crane kick. Yeah. And all we do is sweep the leg. We follow the rules here. We don't do illegal kicks like that crane kick. We've yeah. got one move. Sweep, sweep, sweep. We might as well be curling. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yes. Netflix. It's on, uh, Cobra Kai's on Netflix. Definitely worth it. It's uh, 
I think 10 episodes a season, maybe something like that. It's not very long. I think, I think it's pretty cool too, where they were ambitious enough. They loved the product. Like the, you look at the team that made it, they, they believed in it. They put it out on YouTube red and you know, Netflix sees it, buys it. I mean, okay, we can talk about the capitalistic nature of that, but on the flip side of things, like good for the people that are around that show, because they all just got a massive pay increase for that getting picked up well, by YouTube, by I mean, Netflix. Sorry. I can't name another program that was on YouTube Red. I really can't. No. I, I but barely the, but do this. this. But this might have been the icebreaker where this happens. And then down the road, maybe this, you know, it becomes a viable, like, indie type place for people to make work. That gives it another chance to put it on profile, a tester, a feeder. Look how many people are getting, um, like, opportunities in media or on films uh, from their YouTube and Twitch channels. Like that's happening, right? It's a new form of celebrity. It's a new form no, of art. I, I agree. YouTube itself is good in that way, but the paid YouTube subscription, I just don't yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. They, they, make, it. they make enough off. They make enough off ads. Why bother? Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, there's no need for that. I guess maybe that gave you YouTube a separate revenue stream to help support the production of those types of shows or something. I don't know, but could be. Yeah. Who knows? I'm drunk. I've had half a glass of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it's only been an hour. That didn't take you long. Um, yeah, no, I I, 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 I am firmly thinking about a, uh, 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 a wave two, second wave watch list. There's there's things that we didn't get accomplished. I'm probably gonna uh, bite the bullet and get another uh, subscription service for wave two. Probably gonna get stars. I think that all the 80s and 90s movies. So I know I can get the first month for free, so I might just do that. But that's I think we're gonna do like a Halloween watching uh, extravaganza on stars, and mm-hmm. probably a lot of a lot of '80s action movies. We're gonna head down that road. Yeah, I gotta say, um, e- even just the base Prime service has really been stepping up their game this 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 year. I don't know, man. I don't know about you, but it seems like a lot of like fairly big movies showing up on Prime, and even some of the the older like the TV shows and some of the older movies that I. I've been pretty impressed. I mean, I was getting Prime anyways with, uh, you know, for the shipping and that kind of thing. But no, the streaming service has been pretty good. Oh, yeah, I'm not complaining. And their their original uh, properties are quite good. So I have no problem with that. I think, oh, honestly, we fuck, watched Prime. What are we, what are we talking about here? We haven't even mentioned The Boys. Have you watched any yet? <sighs> I haven't got past episode two. I got busy. I know. Look at it. To be I, fair, I've only seen the first three. So, so when they, they that first block that they dropped, I, I've only seen that so far. I didn't even finish the first block. I got through the second episode when he was having that introverted conversation with his gills, which <laughs> that was fucking ma- weird. It, it <laughs> is 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 made me really like the deep because I just think they're they're going to do a lot with him more than I thought they were going to, and he's doing well with it. I like it. So I, I don't think. The scene I'm thinking of you've seen yet, so I'll keep it till maybe the, after. The, 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 what I love is the shortcomings of all of these people as superheroes. I love it because that's exactly like I love it. I did love you, how did, horrible they are, how useless they are, how weak they are. How it's just awesome symbolism of like your perceived heroes in society are also flawed. Like I just love this analysis. Did Did you find the first episode? Slow as was lacking because he wasn't in it. Oh yeah, first is that what you were freaking out about? Like, where's Butcher? 
that first episode with, you sent like, me a text message like, it was, yeah yeah i don't know you sent me a text message like he died and no, i was pissed off because i said hey no spoilers haven't watched it yet ass no 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 just that he was barely in that episode i thought you could really feel it like he he brings so much to that show that i, think I that, thought i think that was the point yeah well and they want to and they want to position the, the the element that um the young kid there is you know fighting to do it his way but yet he's not capable of doing it his way and butcher as ridiculous as he is actually might be the one to navigate this mess and mm-hmm. i think that's that's what they wanted it's fair yep all right well, we'll uh we'll regroup on the boys once we've uh watch some more of it uh and then the mandalorian what's that end of october october, october 30th yeah same day i get my fridge <laughs> okay that's how, I, that's how i remember i might have to get a disney subscription again i stopped for a little while because i wasn't uh i wasn't watching it so and then uh, oh the wandavision trailer came out so that's coming up in november yeah. maybe yeah yeah i'll have to get my disney subscription again i gotta get back on that one too because of the the muppets yeah, that I guess the good but that kind of stuff is like once it's on there, in theory, it should just be on, like, you know, I can wait yeah. till November and I'll be all right. But uh, yeah, um, to be honest, I don't have a, a functioning living room yet. We're still waiting on a couch and we'll be waiting for either a week or a month. I'm not sure yet. Um, so until the couch comes, it's a little bit harder full, to uh, keep up. Full renovation of your whole main floor, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is That's that uh, done? Pretty much. I mean, like a couple hours of little things here and there, nothing major. So it's done to the point where uh, I I am not burning the candle at both ends while working and then running downstairs to do stuff and then going back to work. So that's kind of finally stopped, So which is good. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a combination of I knew you were probably super busy and I was super busy. So that's part of the reason why we probably haven't gotten around to doing this for a little while but uh, oh yeah and like friday through sunday i was as well grayed out like the, none of that was happening so and then through the week it's just basically any pocket of time was being lent to doing things so fuck i but really I, I don't want to jinx it but dude we might finally finally get our emberwind campaign started tomorrow <laughs> there was there was almost a COVID oh, I want, scare yesterday. I want, to talk to you, I want to talk to you about that. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, you only started this conversation with us in what, July? Yeah. I I, uh, I learned something that I didn't know existed. And there is basically a curse when it comes to, uh, you know, D&D and, and tabletop RPG games. And that getting people together on a regular basis is almost impossible. Regular basis? We haven't got together once. I know. I know there have been fires. Uh, there was technical issues. Uh, there was, yeah, like technical issues. Someone's cat ate their wire. <laughs> technically, what happened? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So what I love about this though is like we're not even trying to get together in the same space. It's fucking Zoom or no. whatever. Like we're going. <laughs> and I logged in the other day. I put in like eight or nine hours setting this stupid thing up. <laughs> I'm like. If we don't get to play it, I will play this by myself. I don't care anymore. <laughs> wow. I, I completely forget how to play to the point. Like, it's been so long. So, but anyways, I, I look forward to it. And I know you've given us some sort of login for, like, what, the Roll20 or something? 
Oh gosh, yeah. You don't you you don't sound too confident. Well, I did. I logged in like you told me to then, you, but I mean, in July, God, August, God yeah. knows, but they probably expired or something by now. Yeah. Okay. Good to but know. Like changes password, but I'm not going to check until five minutes before. Yeah, that's it's pretty. I actually expect this whole first session just to be like, you're muted, you're muted, your camera's off, turn your camera on. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, oh, your internet's out. It'd be like, but I feel like we all perform like we all have jobs and we all work pretty much all of us do stuff online um video wise so i don't suspect it to be that bad what i expect to be bad is that we're all at our own homes so we'll safely drink to our leisure while playing this and that's where it's going to get real interesting because at least before we had to go somewhere and return so (laughs) drinking necessarily wasn't the option um, in this case, it's an option. So this could yeah. get really, really interesting. <laughs> and, and as the game master, I'm probably not supposed to be hammered, so I should probably be careful about what I'm doing. Oh, no, but... no. We need to create... I think we need to create a drinking condition within the game of some sorts. Okay. I don't know what that is yet, but we, based on our... just playing Drinking Quest? We should just be playing Drinking Quest via, like, Zoom. I think we could make that happen. Can you do that? Because I think uh... that's a good plan. Wish I had friends that could play stuff. <laughs> I have so many things I want to try. I got the Millennial Manatees uh, came in the mail. I don't know if you saw that photo or not. I put up on Instagram. I did. I did. My uh, my fanity pack, my hot pink uh, fanny pack with the game in it, which is, I think, the only game that's ever been distributed in a fanny pack. Probably will only would, ever be. I, I'm going to say yes on that one. I'll hazard the guess on that one. Um. I do have a digital copy of the game that can be played on Tabletop Simulator, but that would require you to have Tabletop Simulator. And I think you have to pay for that. So I may have to wait till we actually see each other in person, whenever that might be. Fair enough. But I figured we Millennial, can... Xennial, it's close-ish, kind of. I think it'll work. Hey, we're, a, we're a sub-cohort of that cohort. That's right. I'll drink yeah, to that. That's cool. I, well, I look forward to Everwin tomorrow night. I totally uh, don't want to say I forgot, but I, I had a moment tonight this, where... This is exactly what I'm with people. I had, I had a moment tonight where I said to my kids, oh, Matt wants a podcast tonight, and we're doing that game thing some other point in time. So maybe I'll just tell Matt we'll podcast Thursday night. My kids looked at me and went, it's Thursday night. I'm like, oh, all right, I guess I'm podcasting tonight. Yeah, time <laughs> has no meaning at this point. Uh, speaking of Emberwind, uh, the second campaign of Emberwind, which we have not played, uh, and the name is escaping me right now, but I will put it in the notes because it is available now, uh, was written by our good friend of the show, Peter Tchaikovsky. Oh. And Peter Tchaikovsky also just released the story engine, which we talked about briefly before. Uh, it is a deck of cards i still don't have my hard copy yet i'm told it's sitting in jason anarchy's garage uh long story basically jason is the canadian distribution arm for uh, the story engine uh (laughs) where he's watching he's binge watching deep space nine and shipping out all his products uh anyway so i've got the print and play version but if you want a copy of the story engine and it's uh it's a very simple deck that allows you uh, basically build story prompts for uh, writing 
Uh, I actually think this would be perfect for Grace, assuming she's still into the writing thing, or I don't know if she's moved off it or, or not. Yeah. Uh, for writing for um, for like uh, RPG tabletop story prompts, it's super straightforward. Even a guy who's had probably too much whiskey for uh, 8.23 in the evening. Uh, that's me. Uh, to do, and I'm going to prove it right now. We'll see if we can make some sort of story prop. So, but how do people know you're not making this up because they can't see you? It's true, they can't. So, believe me. But, okay, listen, I'll vouch. I just watched him wrestle with some cards. He kind of lost. Then he yeah. restarted that process and he's laid a bunch of them out now in front of himself and then proceeded to drink whiskey while glaring at me. So, he's I good. Sh- I should make sure I have these uh, in the correct order here. Let's see. Yes, yes, yes. I do. Excellent. So, we have. Hold on, make sure I can read. I don't. I can't read. See, there's my problem. Here we go. So I have a celebrity, who is our anchor, our agent here. A celebrity wants to expose the secret of. Hold on. A church, but they will have to break a personal rule. So, and then I have an aspect card, so I could make it Spotlight. a, yeah, I'm going to make it a hated celebrity. No, wait, a hated, hmm, hmm. A hated yeah. church? I, I, Scientology. Yeah. Done. Leah Remini. Got That's, it. Wait, is, okay. is this associations, or what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. So I've got a celebrity, wants to expose the secret of a hated church, but they will have to break a personal rule. Done. So, Leah Remini, that, Scientology. I win. I win. Is this a game? Sure. I mean, it could be. I mean, why not? Um, how many but, how many places can you think of like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Is it Scientology? It could be the. Um, what's that one that just got caught there? And there's the documentary about it now. That uh, Catholicism. Nexium. Catholicism. <laughs> no, that Nexium one, the one where they were like recruiting celebrities for like that sex cult. Oh yeah. Fair enough. I don't know what the personal uh, rule would be that they wanted to expose it. To don't just talk that they about it. Yeah, rule number one: don't talk about it. It's Fight Club. It's like Fight Club. Okay. Yeah. Fight Club could be this. And this is exactly what it is. Well, that's weird. So, with these cards, you can kind of turn them around. They're four sided, so they can flip around. I turned one card around, and now I have a celebrity wants to expose the secret of a hated grave, but they will have to break a personal rule. What the hell is that about? This is writing wow. itself. It's terrifying. Yeah. I love, but, uh, I love it, the celebrity. Like, I mean, I feel like we used it a bit loosely with Leah, Leah Remini, but whatever. The fact is. Well, I mean, we can change it. We can change it to a an aristocrat or a, what else is on this one? A magnate or a uh, philanthropist. Oh, philanthropist. That's great. Do-gooder. I'm going to turn this around a little bit. So now we have a philan- philanthropist wants to bury the secret of a hmm of a hated I like hated grave but I don't understand it I'm going to flip this one around but they will have to break a religious rule holy shit this thing just wrote itself what the fuck is happening here what what, this, other, what other what else is on grave what other what are the other words on grave uh, we have a flower a puzzle a church or a grave just on this one card. I could pull a different card. 
No, that's great though. I'm just trying to think how how a philanthropist with a secret breaking their own rules. And I was thinking, um, I'm not sure. Just trying to figure out how to factor in and make it Ellen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So that's basically how straightforward and simple that is. I know. I kind of flew over it the last episode, so I wanted to slow down a little bit and just kind of show how easy it is. If you go to storyenginedeck.com slash happy zen, you can see the deck. There's also expansions, so they've got like um, like fantasy, so you could do like, uh, again, like a D&D kind of thing, sci-fi, horror, uh, add-ons to it. If you go to storyenginedeck.com slash happy zen, you get... 10% off, or you can just use code HAPPYZEN, 10% off your purchase, and get your own. And as I said, I think for people who are, I think for kids especially, if they have an interest in writing, uh, I think for people who are like uh, dungeon masters or game masters and want to write their own things, and you know, you've got that uh, stumbling block of where to start, there are different, this is the basic way to do it, but you can actually, there's a, a whole manual on how you can organize the cards to kind of like fit what you're trying to write it's very interesting it's very um uh it's an ingenious way and i've yet to see it actually not work in some way sometimes the combinations are a little weird but then it just means you got to write or think of you know the ideas differently so yeah but even then like when you had the hated grave like you could think of like you know, hated dead person or hated like, you know, memory or like you, you could, you could put a synonym in there or a different, uh, yeah, it's a different just, adjective it's, or different it's nouns. Just a, it's just a start gets yeah. you going. And, yeah. uh, yeah. And you, so and you get a sense of it. Yep. So check it out. Story deck.com. It's our uh, buddy, Peter Tchaikovsky of rock, paper, cynic. Uh, he's a writer on Emberwind. He's, uh, writes books. He writes comics. He does music. He does it all. You may know him uh, if you saw the episode of John Oliver tonight where he showed the uh, queen screen where the queen wore a green dress and they just photoshopped images all over that. That was him. He made it on John Oliver tonight. So, yeah, check it out. And I would be remiss to also not mention. Throwing the finger at you. Who's our other uh, other good friend of the podcast? Oh, I was looking up the rock paper cynic. Hold on a second. Okay. Because yeah, he's got a good good social media to follow too. By the way, um, mm-hmm. he's little. He does his comic strips and stuff there. But yes. what I was contemplating actually was another friend of our show was contemplating tomorrow night that I might not drink tomorrow night. What I might choose to do is get my order of Deadly Grounds coffee mm-hmm. from DeadlyGrounds.ca mm-hmm. and actually just go for the coffee approach tomorrow night because first of all hey, we're going to be playing. Well, yeah, we're going to be playing for a while, first of all, Mm -hmm. because it's online and it's going to be, you know, we're all pretty avid gamers. So we're going to be putting through a lot of effort into this. So I was suspecting quite a few hours of tabletop gaming, which means I got to be sharp because you guys all cheat. So that being said, if I can fill myself with Deadly Grounds coffee, Mm -hmm. yeah, fill myself with Deadly Grounds coffee to stay prepared, alert and actually full of good taste, uh, I'll be prepared to, to deal with you guys. So, because quite frankly, you drink. I really whiskey. hope. I hope Brad uses that line, "full of good taste." Like I, I've never yeah. seen that. I need it seen. I need that's that's their new slogan. I like 100%. it. Hundred percent. Deadly grounds. I'm full of good taste now. Okay, that's not a good slogan. <laughs> but we're not at. We're not also not ad guys. We're a podcast. It's so true. We're not. But head over to deadlygrounds.ca. 
right? Head over to deadlygrounds.ca, pick up some coffee. They're heading into uh, the their time of year, man. We're heading into the Halloween season, the scary season. Uh, check out their social media. They got cool stuff, cool drinks going on. If you're in the area, swing by the cafe in Curtis. They're still open to the public. You can get in and get your get your uh, socially distanced, safe, sanitary, awesome drink of Deadly Grounds coffee. That's specialty to the season. Make your way out or order online. Happy Zen at checkout, and you're going to get your 10% off. It should be noted that yeah, they were sanitary before the pandemic. We're not in, oh, know, yeah. we're not insinuating that perhaps they are. Uh, well, I was insinuating they, that other coffee shops aren't. Because there are some Tim Hortons. Some Tim Hortons <laughs> I've seen people walk into, and I thought to myself, good Christ, I'm glad I go to Deadly Grounds and not into that place. That kid's licking a handrail. <laughs> I wanted to uh, point out, I was trying to, I had to go on the website because I couldn't remember the name. Uh, so my, my usually go-tos are the uh, Espresso Playground, which is the official copy of, coffee of EPN. Uh, and uh, what else do I like? Never Sleep Again. But the one that I've been drinking uh, for my afternoon or evening, kind of a not as caffeinated, is the Degrassi Junior Dye French Vanilla with Joey Jeremiah on the front with his brain exposed. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's great. I love it. So just uh, recommending that one as well if you want a flavored coffee. It's got some good French vanilla taste to it. We need to work on our campaign as well because I feel like there's one more ad read we should have in here, and that's from our favorite brewery in town. And I'm not giving them any more freebies because I'm going to write them. (laughs) You know who you are. And yes, I'm assuming you're listening. (laughs) <laughs> we need to have you. We need to have you because, quite frankly, I love my coffee. But man, people are going to be paying a price by me drinking that much coffee into late at night to play board games, which would be great for me, but not for them. Where I really should be consuming the deadly grounds during the day to get my day done well, efficiently, and effectively. And then at night, I should be cracking open Chronicle Brewery and using that to enjoy the tabletop gaming experience, which then I will be more more entertaining for everybody else. <laughs> By the time I drink about four or six of those. I have free advertising right there. You're welcome. You're welcome, Chronicle. I just stocked up again. I couldn't resist. Stuff's just too damn good. I mean, look, we support our local businesses. We try our best. That's all I can say I about I literally that. drink out of Chronicle glasses in my house while wearing my Chronicle t-shirt <laughs> on a basically every other day basis. I have I a, gotta work a, on a Chronicle. Oh, I got those. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. those. Got my uh, Chronicle, what do you call this? Uh, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Anyways, what time is it? 12 o'clock? 8.30, okay. It's, <laughs> it's a coaster, dude. Coaster. I'm, I, I, I can't have one glass of whiskey. It just throws me for a loop. Uh, I, I, I know. I do want to touch on two things. One, um, this is the end of the podcast. We're wrapping up, yes. Uh, uh, one, uh, I got some comments. Well, I got a comment specifically about your uh, your uh, your uh, your scat related uh, conversation. There was a lot of shit talk in the last episode, and it was frowned upon. So maybe we should reel that in. I don't. I don't remember. I think we were talking about U.S. politics, so maybe it's fitting. And uh, yeah, a Hold little. A little bit. And then the other thing was uh, I was told that you might be on your own in defending the RoboCop remake. 
Again, uh, these are not coming from me. These are comments oh, from I other think, people. I think I went 100% alone on the Robocop remake protection. In fact, I don't even think uh, Joel Finnegan is going to help. Is that his name? No, no but Kinnaman. I, I Kinnaman. wish it was. Joel, Joel Kinnaman is I probably not even going to help me. I wish his name was Joel Finnegan. That's a way better name. Only because I'm thinking know. Mr. Dressing. But anyways. What, what the hell is the difference with Joel Kinnaman? I don't know. I think Finnegan. I, Finnegan, but whatever. The only person I could see helping me defend that would be Michael Keaton. Just because I think he owns everything he does. But that's it. He's like, after that Batman movie, I'm going to learn my lesson. I'm going to get a back end for everything I do. Yeah, I'm yeah. owning all of this. Yeah. Those were the... Uh, those are the only two outstanding comments that uh, that were re- reminding me to uh, to mention to you. Well, I'm certainly not disappointed about my shit talk because I feel like it was well served to the point where I can't remember doing it. The RoboCop thing, yeah, that was going on a loop. Uh, all right. Well, look, I think I'm hey, we get have... comments now. Yeah, I mean, look, it's from the same people, but it doesn't oh, matter. It's from... Oh, so the merit of that comment just got <laughs> degraded horribly maybe a little bit uh if you want to leave comments you can of course leave the hit don't you can leave them at happyzen.com you can follow us on social media instagram we are uh what are we happy zen podcast sure you run this stuff happy zen podcast on twitter and the happy zen podcast on facebook i'm gonna start checking out those comments more in case i have to scat all over them uh, I don't support Facebook, uh, nor does Adam. So really, if you're there, hey, did you did you get off Facebook? I'm not off it, but I really don't use it. I, I got I off it. Quite cut the cord yet, but no, nope. still I, I still say it's the reason I sleep well at night is it's gone because everybody else I know is still on it wrestles with their sleep. I think sublimely they're screwing with our brains, and I don't put that past anything that fucking guy does. That's true. He uh, creeps me out. I feel like he's a villain, like in every movie, and he's slowly turning you around. Do you see the photo of him? What was he surfing or skiing or something? And he had like his entire face. He looked like the Joker from like the sixties yes, Batman. It was purple. Yeah. What the hell? That man is insane. Anyway, I so he has all personal information. We used. I just think we used to think it was Elon Musk was going to be the supervillain, and I think secretly he's going to be the superhero via v vis a vis Mega Mind. Where I think he, that uh, Zuckerberg is the villain. He is Lex Luthor. I think they have like a, a, a what do you call it? A, a league of uh, what, what the hell was the bad guys? Uh, a league of supervillains or whatever. Yeah. Well, I, fuck. This is I'm learning all. I'm losing all uh, nerd credibility. Uh, like a Legion of Doom kind of thing. Uh, but I think we're gonna have the guy from uh, Amazon. What's his face? Oh, Bezos. Yeah. We'll have uh, Zuckerberg. Or Zuckerberg. Holy shit! That's really entertaining. We, we should we should keep going. <laughs> uh, and uh, Musk. Musk. I think that's I that's like your Musk start. Is the savior? I think Musk is the savior. I think it's uh, Gates. I think Musk is like Catwoman in the fact that like she's bad, but she might side up with the good guys from time to time. Okay. Okay. So we're on this topic. Who are these villains? Which is which? Who's Luther? Is it Bezos because he's bald? 
I think it's Zuckerberg because he's more vindictive. Yeah. I think Facebook is a total violation of so many things at once that he's the vile guy of the group. I think Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, holy shit, it's like my accent comes out that I don't have. Uh, he would be the Lex, um, I Luther. think, I think Elon Musk might be. Oh, he's the Joker. I was going to say like a, 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 a Mr. Freeze or somebody like um, tech base, somebody that can uh, create inventions uh, uh, of death. Okay, hold on. Are, are we staying in the same universes here or can we go into Marvel? Well, I mean, we were we were staying in the same universe, but I okay, mean, if you're, well, we can. We'll stay. There we are. We'll stay. And then who, who we got? Bezos left. Um, Even if we just stay with the 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 DC villains, right? Like you got to have to kind of limit this a little bit. So I feel like, like Elon Musk is break. You know, who? I think I think uh, Jeff Bezos is like the Penguin. He's the money. Yeah. But he's not threatening necessarily. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, just evil. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, but I'm gonna give Elon Musk the the uh, title of Brainiac. Oh, oh, I never. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of the Brainiac. Yep. Oh yeah, he looks at our our planet like uh, just a pawn in a game of chess. He's just using us for what he needs, and he's gonna move on to another planet. Yeah, hundred percent. Look, I hope these guys aren't listening. God, we got to stop alienating our audience. 100% they are. There's, they listen to everything. It's just whether they actually they capture it all. It's just whether they digest it. Now, considering we have no profile, no audience, and no impact, we're probably fine. But True. I think our intention, which it always has been, is to, of course, have no audience and no listeners. And that keeps us safe so we can uh, we can tell the truth to the five, ten people that are listening. So, thank you. Except we can't scat on stuff. That's right. you got to keep that scat to a minimum. If you are listening, and I hope you've made it this far, uh, please feel free to rate and review the podcast. Allegedly, that's important. I mean, I don't really know for sure. Listen, listen. If you made it this far, and you're going to rate and review us, do us the dignity of just making it a good rating and a good review. Yeah, let me backtrack. Uh, five stars only. Uh, only positive. If you're going to leave a negative comment, just leave it on social media. Don't bother with the podcast uh, apps. We don't need it there. The algorithm doesn't pick it up anyway, so don't We bother. also don't look there. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> social media, Instagram, uh, and maybe Twitter. That's we won't even know if you did review it, by the way, but thank you. <laughs> that's true. Look, what we're trying to say is we don't really pay attention. We release this out into the ether and we move on. Anyways, uh, do keep in touch. (laughs) Follow us on social media and we will be certain to uh, advertise when Adam does finally pull the trigger on Twitch. Uh, Okay, fine. I get it. Stop harassing me. And I'm sure he will follow me on Twitch and I will consider following him on Twitch. I already Uh, follow you on Twitch. I'm like number two. Out of two. <laughs> there are 12 now, sir. 12. Oh, that's because my kids. <laughs> One day. So let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's say... Uh, yeah, I'm going to go either have a great night or ruin my night. I'll figure out in the next 35 to 45 minutes. <laughs> that's right. When we uh, record next, we will come back and let you know how 
tonight and every other night has gone. <laughs> That's it. Is that it? all right? Peace out, everybody. Take it easy, guys. Gals. People. <laughs>